Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the GBG cast. It's Friday, it's the weekend, and we are so excited and ready to hang out with you all. As always, I'm joined by my amazing friend and GBG co-founder, Derek Bittner, and only Derek. Uh, everyone else is busy today. Uh, Steve got held back at work late. Brandon and Daniel are both indisposed for various reasons, and John is sleeping because it's 1 a.m. It's time, of course. So you just got the two of us today. And yeah. uh, Derek, how's it going, man? Oh, doing all right. Uh, just, you know, getting through the day and uh, steadily making progress on the Zelda retrospective. Uh, I actually posted a uh, patron preview of a rough cut of the first uh, yes. 20 or so minutes of the uh, next retro part of the re Zelda retrospective. Uh, hoping to have it ready by next week. Probably going to be the week after. I'm just trying my best uh, to get through. It's just there's a lot to it. <laughs> there's a lot to really find. So yeah it, um, it's a beefy boy man it's a beefy video for sure uh and and mo always said that, that preview was so good can't wait for part two so oh, thank you yeah no uh you have all you all have a lot to look forward to especially you zelda fans out there if you you've already seen part one of his retrospective you know how good it was how great it was part two promises to be just as good if not even better so definitely look forward to that and if you haven't seen part one of derek's retrospective here on the channel go do that not right now because we're doing the show but after go do that it's good for, it's good for the background and all that stuff yeah I, I i should also mention uh real quick that uh amy is getting a chance to spend some time with her friends tonight so she's off right now uh i put kai to bed uh we've been doing this thing where we put him in bed and he's actually been going to sleep but some nights he does it better than others and tonight he's uh not exactly in bed at the moment <laughs> he's uh, up and wondering about but he's he's a little he's, he's staying quiet he's entertained he's just not ready to sleep so he should do it naturally but if he's of course gets upset i'll have to run off and uh ash will take over and hope if it gets too bad i would like ash know and be like okay i'm gonna be back and help end this dream shouldn't come <laughs> right. to that but just in case right cool 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 well hopefully he uh he sleeps well and uh that doesn't come to that but if it does no worries i know everyone will understand uh, and one other person I know who will definitely understand is our incredible sponsor, The Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel along with others, The Game Orb will also, also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. And I will very shortly have a link also up in our uh, YouTube chat as well. I just haven't quite gotten to that yet, but thank you so much, The Game Orb, and please, everybody, go show him a lot of love because he has been supporting us from the very, very beginning of GVG's inception. That said, Derek, what have you been playing this week, my man? I have mainly been playing uh, two things. I'm, I'm still slowly working my way through Zelda. The progress has definitely slowed to a crawl now that I've, um, I'm back from vacation, uh, but I'm, I'm getting there a little by little. By little. I last... I'm basically doing a bunch of the quests around Terrytown right now. Okay. That's been my focus. I'm slowly making my way toward the uh um the uh ne the Zora. That's my next destination gotcha. to okay. the, to to do their regional phenomenon. Uh although I did have just a random thought about cuz I've not obtained the master sword yet. And mm -hmm. I know people have said they've stumbled upon it and all that stuff and I I don't like not sure. I've gone to the Lost Woods. I've seen the trick with that, but I've not actually gotten the Master Sword yet. And I just had a thought today. I was like, I wonder if that would work. And I haven't had an opportunity to go back and 
do that. <laughs> so okay. I don't want to okay. say anything about my theory or anything like that because I don't want to be confirmed whether or not because I, I think a lot of the fun of this game is just figuring things out yourself. So definitely I'm just going to leave it like that. Uh, otherwise, I'm slowly chipping away at the world tour mode of Street Fighter VI, nice. um, making uh, progress through that. I think I'm in like chapter seven uh, in there, so I think uh, you know reason reasonable um, distance in. I think I'm probably like halfway or so. Uh, really enjoying that, but there's also that whole tinge. Just like I'm, I'm dedicating myself. I don't want to have too many games though at once to play. Because uh, yeah. I really want to play Final Fantasy 16, but I promised myself I'm not going to pick that up until after I beat World Tour mode. So slowly making my way through that. Oh, I hear you. I barely touched Street Fighter 6. I want to do World Tour so badly, but uh, like you, I'm I'm just stuck in Zelda still. And I have now put so many hours into that game, and I still haven't done a single story dungeon. I Dude. like it's ridiculous. I Dude, know. There I is, know. There are some helpful things about it. You know, you might yeah. want to do it at some point. <laughs> Well, what's funny is that I'm basically at the point now where I'm going to steamroll through the story because I've got, you know, I've got uh, 15 or something heart containers. I've done like 80 shrines. So I've got like 15 heart containers, max stamina. Um, I, I've got some beefed up defense from some great fairies. And uh, I'd like you, I don't have the Master Sword yet, but I think I might have that experience where I stumble upon it, not even realizing that I was going to it. I won't say anything about anything else. Obviously, I want people to discover it for themselves. Uh, but I think I might know where it is and how to get it. And if uh, I'm right, it's so cool. It's so I, cool. But that's all I'm going to say. I, yeah, I have a, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm right or not, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I have been keeping up, of course, with the uh, all the new Theater Rhythm DLC. So I played all the new... Uh, I'm still behind the, the, on the that. Mana you, pack. Yeah, I need to do Trials that. of Mana. And it's two songs from Final Fantasy Adventure, a.k.a. Seiken Tetsu 1, and then five songs from Trials of Mana. It's one of the best packs they've done yet. oh nice it's great yeah you're gonna really enjoy it i think um so yeah i've been doing that and that's basically it uh oh and of course i have been uh i play fia fall guys with my friends once a week and i have been like in all the in-between times where i have like five ten minutes i'll play rocket league because i have just gotten obsessed with rocket league lately. i don't know I why i i can't it. i can't i can't get into that game it's just not really been my I just, thing i don't know yeah no that's that's fair enough but i've i've gotten pretty good at it actually like Thanks to uh, one of our patrons, Becca, who uh, has a Fighter Founder session with me every month. We play Rocket League every month. She and I have both gotten a lot better, and I just, I can't stop playing that game. It's so fun to me. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. I, I completely understand. Uh, but yeah, that's. I, I'm glad you enjoy it. It just like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, read out some super chats, and then we'll dive right into the news. Uh, actually, no, first of all, we do have one patron birthday shout-out this week, and that is Tinker, whose birthday was last Sunday, July 2nd. So happy belated yeah, birthday, happy birthday, Tinker. Hope you had an amazing time and had a great day full of friends, video games, and food, and family. Oh, all those things, hopefully. Uh, all right, so we got a few super chats, and then we'll move on to the news. First, Disney Duncan with $2. Thank you so much. Uh, Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe's Green Glob Goblin versus Heath Ledger's Joker. I, at first, my knee-jerk reaction was Joker, but I, Green Goblin is more physically menacing. Like he, I think he could take Joker one-on-one -on -one in a fight. They're both crazy. Like yeah. They're both unhinged, but I think Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe's version specifically, has the physical advantage. Yeah, I, th I think Green Goblin has this one. He has the glider. He has the weapons. He's not inhibited like yeah. Batman. Like, I can't kill him. I think Right. he can, he can do it, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, and, and Goblin goes toe-to-toe with at least two versions of the movie Spider-Man, whereas Joker really can't go toe-to-toe with any version of movie Batman. Like, he just can't. He's mm-hmm. just not physically power- it's, powerful. It's, it's so, mind yeah. games. I don't think there's any mind games he can really play with on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Green Goblin. All right. Uh, next up, uh, $5 from our good friend RecBCQ. Thank you. Finally got my hands on FF16. I'm hyped. Hell yeah. I I want to. I, I, I keep both, seeing people yeah. very excited for it. I'm starting to see a couple um, less than positive opinions about it. Uh, but I'm like, I still want to experience it myself. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and, and same. I do too. I've been trying to avoid as many spoilers as possible. I because... don't have any spoilers, thankfully. But it's just one yeah. of those things like people have some thoughts apparently about how they treat certain characters or even the story yeah. themes. And I'm like, nope, saving that for myself. <laughs> yeah. Same. I, uh, that is definitely the game I'm going to be playing next. Uh, right after Zelda, I'm going to jump right into 16, play that. Thankfully, as I understand it, it's it's quite, it's fairly linear, like wide linear, which is exactly what I want after something like Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot shorter, of course, than Zelda. And then, uh, I, I want to try to, play and finish uh, 16, do Street Fighter 6 World Tour mode, and have that wrapped up before Sea of Stars launches in August. Good so, luck. <laughs> that's my that's my hope. We'll see how it goes. But uh, next up, we got Disney Duncan again with $2. Thank you very much. Uh, any tips for curing all-day dizziness? Not really. Can't say I do. Maybe um, see a doctor, because it's all day. That's a little concerning. Yeah, I mean, drink lots of water and get some rest. Lie down, take a nap. I, yeah, in terms basically of, all not, the yeah, all that basic yeah. stuff. Yeah, clearly neither of us are doctors or medical experts. So if it's really persistent, definitely go see you know a doctor. Um, next up, Tinker with two dollars. Thank you so much. At work, so can't be live. Y'all have a good one. Well, thank, oh, thank you, you very, thank you so much, and uh, happy birthday once again, Tinker. And then one more for now. Five dollars from our good friend Jaden Buck. Thank you. Crazy question Friday's crazy question number 89. How many Pokemon can you think of in five seconds? Uh, like five? Oh, yeah. Like I would say like 10, some of the starters from various generations. Yeah. Like it depends yeah. on that. Like a, you know, fancy, you just go, go start listing through. Cause yeah. you count it down. Like Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, Squirtle, uh, you know, then you stumble over, over your words and you can't say them as fast. And yeah. <laughs> I, I've I thought of a few starters from various generations. So I'll, I'll say probably around ten to twelve. I don't. That's not an exact, exact figure, of course, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, and by the way, uh, Bolt Mouse X in our YouTube chat. Uh, that I, I missed this at first, but their birthday is this Tuesday, July 11th. So oh, happy, happy almost birthday. Soon to be birthday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of July 11th, something else exciting is happening the day after that, and that is the release date of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Booster Course Pass wave five and they've revealed all the tracks it's coming july 12th and i don't know about you man but i think this is a pretty solid lineup what do you think i don't i mean i don't remember a lot of these courses i like I, I gotta say when i first watched i'm like it's okay mm-hmm. it's I, I didn't come away super impressed i'm excited for the brand new course mm-hmm. um there's definitely some highlights in there like Moonview and uh, daisy cruiser mm-hmm. but other than that, it's like, okay, three more city courses, and then, okay, just a couple others yeah. that look fine. Like, I'm a little disappointed because I've seen how they take some of the GBA uh, courses and really prop them up. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the like the Ghost House one that was uh, came out previously in the packs. This mm-hmm. one is just looks like a Super Mario Kart one, which I thought was kind of the... 
it's a little disappointing because Super Mario Kart usually has all the blocks around, but for some reason they decided to put it in this GBA one as well. So, yeah, it, it's weird what they're doing with the GBA ones because, like for example, we got uh, was it uh, Sunset Park or I can't remember what it's called, but the one the GBA uh, track from Wave Four, I really liked it. I thought it, I thought it was beautiful. It, it looked meaningfully updated. There's some verticality to it. Uh, Snow Lake as well. They and, and even uh, the the Boo course, uh, Boo Lake. Yeah. They added an underwater portion. So some of the Game Boy Advance courses, they really give a good glow up. But this one, I agree. Sunset Wild seems like it's just kind of flat and has the Super Mario Kart colored blocks. So I agree. That one, I'm not sure yet how I'm gonna feel. Uh, but Daisy Cruiser is a classic. And even though I I don't li- I didn't like Mario Kart Wii much at all. It's probably my second least favorite Mario Kart. Koopa Cape is maybe the best thing to come out of that game. I love that course so much. I never played Wii, so I don't have a lot of familiarity with oh. a lot of the courses. Gotcha. Other Koopa than what Cape people talk about, yeah. Yeah, Koopa Cape is one of the best. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Squeaky Clean Sprint looks like a lot of fun. I love the idea of, of a course theme around a bathroom. That's just so creative. And then I did look up uh, some of the city city tracks, of course. And, you know, to be fair, in, in previous waves, the city tracks have been some of the best, like the last one. True. Singapore Speedway? amazing track true and uh you know you know me i'm an angelino so i'm gonna be biased here but i did look up los angeles laps and it looks pretty fun they might as well call it santa monica sprint because it's not actually la it's more based around the santa monica pier <laughs> from what i can tell but hey you know what it's all la that's fine and uh i am excited to finally see my my home city repped in mario kart 8 deluxe um but yeah we'll see i haven't looked into uh athens or vancouver yet um Moonview Highway, I think I'm I'm in the minority. I actually never really liked it that much, hmm. so I'm kind of eh on that. I think most people probably do like it. Um, but it's just, you know, I'm just continuing to get to enjoy seeing this game just get more and more content. I Honestly, I'd be fine if they wanted to do Wave 7 through 12. I'd be fine I with mean, it. it's our best chance of getting the airship from 3DS from DS in there oh, at this point. I know. My, they keep my... dragging us along, Ash. It's not, it's not fair airship fortress that's still i'm still never going to understand why we got like a fourth version of mario circuit or whatever over Air- airship fortress it's just ah i'm so sad but uh this game just keeps on giving looking forward to it uh i think we're going to play it for our next uh hangout with our executive producer patrons so that'll be a lot of fun we'll, we'll probably also stream it on the day of release just to, just so we can have that you know are you typical ranking yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be doing a, a ranking discussion as we always do. Mine are the only objectively right ones, but it's okay, y'all. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> get, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so that's Mario Kart is coming, uh, and I'm, I'm guessing maybe we'll get Wave 6 around what, September, October? Uh, my guess is around October, November. October, actually, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe in between the release of uh, Mario Wonder and Mario RPG. Oh, that would be a, that'd be a great theming to just have that right sandwiched in between. A nice Mario sandwich. That sounds you know, uh, sounds fun. You know, it would be kind of cool if we get a Mario Wonder themed course for one of the that DLC would tracks. actually be or a Mario RPG themed. You course. know what? I'd take that, that too. I'm, yeah. I'd be fine with either. Like a Nimbus Land course. That'd be really cool. Ah, uh, can't wait for that remake. Uh, but we can't keep talking about Mario because there's some other stuff to talk about this week. Uh, a lot, some definitely some fighting game news. We got a pair of fighting game reveals between Street Fighter VI and Mortal Kombat One, and let's go ahead and start with the former. Now, I say reveal. Obviously, we already knew Rashid was coming as the first uh, season one DLC character, but he got his trailer. He got his re- reveal trailer and a release date, July twenty fourth, and he's gonna be Evo legal. So Ooh. those of you who are gonna be I know that was in question. Evo, yeah, they they have confirmed today that he will be legal. 
So uh, those of you who will be there, Eva, with me, let's get in get into the Rashid hype together. But dude, he looks so cool. I, so cool. I mean, Rashid was the highlight of Street Fighter V for me. I didn't play uh-huh. much of Street Fighter V, but I really, really enjoyed Rashid. Uh, he's yeah. just a fun character to play as. Um, but uh, the, the way they've updated him and done certain things, like I see certain moves that kind of remind me of Ibuki. And I'm like, yes, please. Like that little slide where he hits you in the back of the leg, like that's sort mm-hmm. of Ibuki-ish. I'm like, yes, please. Uh, the, the all the extra win stuff. I like his, his redesign is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, also, I did watch um, Max Dude's breakdown of him when they mm-hmm. I haven't watched the trailer, that yet. and he was marveling at the fact of the cl- way the cloth moves, and it's yes. just so yeah. like it is. He slowed it down. It's just it's amazing like how well that animates, uh, and I'm I'm like, wow, that's it's. He just looks impressive. He looks fun. I'm I'm excited to try him out to try to see if I can work him into my stable, perhaps, uh, and see what yeah. I, see what I feel there. But just really everything there is really just clicking with me. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I love how much we get with him. Like with like, it's not just hey, you get to play this character online now. It's arcade mode, presumably extra art, presumably. Um, you know, world tour mode. He's going to be added in. Like a lot of those cutscenes they showed of him is from world tour mode. Right. Uh, and it's just like, there's a lot of value there if you want the single player stuff. So, right. Absolutely. And by the time I get to it, I'm going to have that extra content uh, to play through a world tour. Cause I, I doubt I'm going to get to it, uh, get at least much into it before he comes out. So yeah, mm-hmm. the, as you were saying, the cloth animation, or as you said, uh, Max dude was saying, Capcom's animators are just, on another level they really are just the best in the business capcom does animation like no other company uh i've ever seen except for maybe square enix but like oh my god their animators are just it crazy talented and mm-hmm. the, of course the re engine is a great engine that also helps of course but man i was absolutely blown away by rashid's animation and i do see everyone in chat and i agree with you saying yeah his theme song is gone and i do miss that theme song I do generally I, like Street Fighter Six's soundtrack, but I do wish we had access to some of the yeah. older soundtracks. Street Fighter Six's soundtrack is good, and generally, in my opinion, but it works best when it's during a fight. Like uh-huh. if I'm not, I'm just if I'm just listening to it, it's like eh. But when you actually yeah. have it there in background, it, I felt it pump up a little bit. Um, right. I also want to mention Squire in our live audience saying I'm saying they're waiting for Akuma, but they want to try Rashid. Well, you're in luck because Capcom has these rent like rental or preview tickets that that you can get um in the game so you can try out the dlc characters for an hour so yeah if you wanted to try out rashid and see what he was like you can you have them basically for free for an hour if you use one of those tickets and they're not hard to hard to get i believe so yeah no i i I think i already have like two or three of them and i i have barely played the game so i they shouldn't be too hard to get um, one thing that is nice, uh, despite the music, unfortunately, but one thing that is nice about Rashid is Ian Sinclair's back as his voice actor. And he was great in Street Fighter V. He's great here. And I love how they have made him a streamer. He's kind of obnoxious, but like in that streamer way that's kind of charming. I mean, and, that, that, that's Ian Sinclair's, most of Ian Sinclair's characters to a T. That's just, yeah. he, I mean, like I said a bit before, I've been playing. I've been watching Fruits Basket with Amy, and he plays Shigure, who's just right. that kind of trollish character. It works. Uh-huh. He's he's it just does. a master at it. 
his uh his winning animation where he's just like going crazy to the camera it's so dumb but it's so good it's so good for his personality in this game i there's something just fun about what doing him doing that whole act movements thing where he's like doing push-ups and twisting all around and flipping and just like see it's easy right oh kurino is oh he plays kurino not shigure i'm sorry i mixed it up okay very different character uh Uh, (laughs) someone was asking i missed it sorry i can't see see who but someone was asking how i was going to tie this into mega man and i didn't need to be although moawe did but when i said how am i going to tie this into mega man and i don't need to because uh someone else already did mentioning that uh rashid had an airman costume uh, it was Alpha, Alpha Lion said Rashid had Beautiful Joe and Airman That's, costumes back in Street perfect. Fighter Five. So thank you for doing my job for me, Alpha Lion. I appreciate it. Mega Man fans unite. <laughs> um, well, then let's switch gears from one fighting game to another because we also got a combat cast, spelled with a K, uh, of course, of course. Uh, earlier this week that uh, came with a trailer revealing uh, basically two playable characters and two co- cameo characters. So the two playable characters are Human Smoke and Rain. And the two cameo characters are Cyrax and Sector. And Ten- technically, there's a few more because they they have classic Scorpion and classic uh, Kung Lao oh, as well. Fair enough. I, I forgot that they were not that revealed before as cameos. Good point. Right. Um. I am per- I'm personally so happy about Rain. Uh, he's always been one of my favorite. Mortal he's Kombat characters. very different. Like I finally got to look at the, like you said, Rain's back, and I looked at him like he's a wizard now. <laughs> Yeah, and I love the way his water attacks move. Like his powers are just so cool looking. And uh, I was I wasn't sure if he'd even make it into the base roster, honestly, because Rain has never been, you know, a particularly prominent character uh, in, in Mortal Kombat before. But here he is, right in the base roster, alongside Human Smoke. And you'll have to remind me because I'm not like up on my Mortal Kombat lore. Is this the first time we've seen a human version of Smoke? I thought or there was it... a Human Smoke in other games. I, there I... might have been. There might have been. I can't remember. I think I'm there sure. was. Okay. I, I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I've seen that. But, I mean, uh, it, it, Smoke was always one of my favorites. Um, I thought there was a human Smoke in MK9. Think, that's MK9. that's what I was thinking okay. of, uh, Bolt Mouse. Thank um, you, And uh, I, I always, for some reason, Smoke always appealed to me most as, like, a, one of the ninja characters. Other mm-hmm. than Scorpion, of course, as a kid. Um, but, uh, no, it's, it's great to see him back. Although, I gotta say, I don't know what it is. But I'm not I'm I'm not fully clicking with Mortal Kombat one, and I don't know why. Really? I don't know. I'm curious about the story and everything, but as far as actually playing it, eh, I don't okay. know. What about you? How Fair are you enough. feeling? I'm feeling great about it. I think it. I mean, I've always liked Mortal Kombat. I've always been more of a Street Fighter guy for sure. If I had to pick between the two, but I, I like Mortal Kombat, and I think it helps too that my wife is a big Mortal Kombat fan, so we just mm-hmm. play it casually together. So. We played MK9 casually, we played 10, 11 casually, so we just kind of look forward to them together, looking forward to all the ridiculous new fatalities, and, you know, they, it, has, it has a fun lore to follow. It's like, I love how seriously they take the lore, even now, all these years later. So, yeah, if I had to pick between the two, it'd be Street Fighter every time, but I definitely uh, have a, you know, a soft spot for Mortal Kombat, and it was certainly just as much a formative game for me in the arcades, you know, the original back in the arcades as Street Fighter 2 was. I played a ton of them both. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I uh, It's not going to, I don't think it's going to, like, blow my mind and necessarily be a game of the year contender for me, but I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious how it's going to turn out. I'll probably watch a Let's Play or something just to see the story uh, yeah. of, of, you know, what's going on this time around, because I do find the stories uh, in, in Mortal Kombat entertaining at the very yeah. least. Um, 
but I mean, typically Mortal Kombat outsells Street Fighter, and it might have a little bit of trouble this time around because we did uh, going back to Street Fighter. It's we got a confirmation it sold two million copies already, which is insane right. for a fighting yeah. game. Really good, and I, I do think Street Fighter Six is going to kind of eat a little bit of Mortal Kombat One's launch or launch lunch. Yeah, uh, of course, and launch I guess a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably going to steal a bit of its thunder. I think there's certainly room for both, uh, but it is probably in Tekken 8's best interest that it's probably not coming out. It's, it's honestly a pretty good idea that it's coming out next year because a brand new game will be more inter- you know interesting than a DLC character, even if it is Akuma. You know, if it comes out right, right around Akuma, it's cool and all, but here's Tekken 8, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, do, would you want to see NetherRealm do Injustice 3 after this or take on like a completely original project or what would you like I've to see? always wanted to see I've seen, heard Ed, Bo- Ed Boon talk about horror characters I'd love to see them just go all out and do like a horror oh, fighter cool. like yeah. just classic horror fighter horror characters or even just you know their own versions of that I think that has that'd be a lot of fun DC characters beating themselves beating each other up I mean it's fine and whatnot but I yeah let them branch out a little bit right well, I've got an out-of-left-field suggestion, completely out-of-left-field suggestion, but as I've said before, the the way the Ninja Turtles are implemented into, into Injustice 2 was perfect. It's the best I, I, I've ever seen the Ninja Turtles be in any video game ever. So let them just remake Tournament Fighters. Full-on remake. You know what? That would, be, that would be a lot fighters. of fun to do, Tournament Fighters. Oh, I would love that so much because they just, they nailed, perfectly nailed the look and the feel and the sound of the TMNT and Injustice 2. And I just think that would be the coolest thing if they could make a whole game out of it. Obviously, it will never happen, but that would be so awesome. Um, All right. Well, we do have one more interesting news story to talk to today. And Derek, I have a question, man. I think it's safe to say that most of what uh, the Mortal Kombat characters do to each other would result in in prison. Jail, right? You go to prison for that, right? Yeah, correct. Well, one thing I think we can uh, reasonably say none of the Mortal Kombat characters have done is insider trading, which you know who has, Yuji Naka, and he has been convicted of the offense, and he is now going to face a probationary sentence of four years and pay two separate fines of two and a half million yen and 170 million yen, totaling about $1.2 million. And if he doesn't comply, he's going to, he could be sentenced to two years and six months in prison. How far this man has fallen. Yeah, I mean... It's just funny. I'm sorry. It's just it funny. Is. There's there's just something about it because um I I've seen a few well quite a few uh documentaries, not documentaries, but you know, looks into classic Sega and the effect Yuji Naka had on it. And everything you hear about this man is he's always just been kind of a jackass. Very yeah. much up his own button to see this is what's happened to him. It's like, no, it's kind of funny. It is. I, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't feel that way if, you know, I hadn't heard the same thing you had about just kind of, it's an open secret that he's kind of a jackass. And, you know, if he, if he wasn't, I would be like, well, he clearly did what he did. He's, you know, deserves to pay the fine, do the crime, pay the fine, do the time, whatever. But I wouldn't be like necessarily being like, Oh, it's kind of funny, but yeah, he's, he's known to be kind of a jackass. I can't really feel all that bad about it. Um, and just this, just the fact that the last thing he did in gaming before he went to, to or before this happened was Balan Wonderworld. I just like, what a wild U-turn this man's career and legacy ha- uh, have taken. I know. It's uh, just, yeah. 
it's just it's just funny. <laughs> I, love, I love what Cutie Caitlin said here in their live audience chat. Oshima wins. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, what do you think he's gonna have a, a comeback story after this? No, like, there's no can? way. I I think. I mean, he's 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 just been incredibly petty for so long. I mean, as Caitlin pointed out as as well as like he uh, uploaded a Balan Dev team picture and blurred out Oshima. <laughs> Yeah, he like, did. He's just That's- he's just petty. He hated that Sega of America was getting uh, better praise for their Sonic games than Japan was. So he crippled them so they couldn't make Sonic Extreme. They didn't have the dev tools that they had they yep. that they needed to really make a good Sonic game. And it's just no. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it really is a shame that people in those positions just kind of get up their own asses and think that they're just better uh you know sonic was obviously you know could not have happened from, without multiple people certainly not well, just him far from just him well but, i think the big thing with Naka is he's is a great programmer no yes. doubt about that fantastic pro programmer the man should not be in any position of power yeah <laughs> absolutely not um yeah it's it's uh, i'm curious hope i guess hopefully he complies it'd be weird if he didn't and they really do just send him to prison I have to. I have to imagine he'll he'll comply. I mean, yeah. he should he should have that amount of money. I would think what, so. what is what is that in? What's the transfer it's not, rate? It's about a million, a little bit more, a little bit more than a million bucks. One point two million. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like he has that. Probably, I would think so too. Uh, but if he doesn't, I guess we'll find out because well, they'll certainly let us know if he actually does go to prison. So I I, I have a feeling you're right though. I think they're, they'll probably be able to pay it. Um, one more thing, since we've blasted through the news so quickly and we're on the subject of money, I did, uh, and you brought this up right before we went live, Derek, I want to point out that Everybody 1-2 Switch sold under 3,500 physical copies in its first week. Oof. That, that is, oof. That is oof. a big oof, especially considering that it's apparently better than most See, of See, I've heard mixed think. things. I've heard from Steve and the people he played with uh, as part of the, the our, you know, live uh a part of our discord did enjoy the game but then i've ta- heard from other people like ant dude that played it and it's like this sucks oh really okay. like it okay. really is just it, it seems like a mixed bag but i'm on those on, on the side of like mm, i'm good <laughs> yeah I, I certainly wouldn't buy it i want to try it though like steve made me curious enough to want to try it certainly i'd like to do it again with our patrons because I, I wasn't there that day and I wasn't able to be around and I really want to try it. Like certainly I'm not going to go buy it, but mm-hmm. it's the kind of I, game that I'd like to at least check out. And I think bolt mouse might also have a, a, another point to this is that uh, maybe a lot of people didn't realize everybody one, two switch was like, because they thought it was digital only. Right. Which, you know, it took me a while to realize it had a physical copy, but yeah, it, it's, it is, it, it might just be a lack of awareness because it's not like Nintendo advertised this game too hard. No, I mean, and, and I think, you know, the rumors were that internally they, they didn't really like it and they were a little bit concerned that it wouldn't land well, which is why I think they snuck it out the door the way they did, uh, literally announcing it in a tweet. But it, clearly, I don't think it would have mattered. I don't think it ever was going to be a big seller. Uh, and Bolt Mouse, I just have to say you are really hitting today because when we were talking about Yuji Naka, you just said Prison Island. <laughs> Jeez. That's so good. You are hitting today, man. Oh, God. Like, it's so good. Uh, All right. Well, um, it's good that we kind of blew through the news today because, of course, I want to be able to get you back to Kai as well. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, read out a few more Super Chats, and then we'll move right on to our patron topics. So 
We've got uh, Blaystar25 with $5. Thank you very much. Watched the preview of your retrospective, Derek, and was so invested. When it ended, I went, what? Oh, it's already over. Keep up the great work, Derek. I got to leave you wanting more. <laughs> yeah. I do, and, I, and I do really appreciate that because oh, you get in these for a while and you just start double guessing, second guessing yourself and be like, is this any good? Am I, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You just get worried about it because, you know, you're, you're in it. It's like, is this even interesting? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's it's hard not to second guess yourself when you're so in the weeds like that. But uh, my, I've no, yeah. My big thing right now is like I I hope I hope I'm able to finish this before the end of the year because there's so much left to cover after part two. Oh, I know it's just endless. It really, I mean, how long do you think it'll be before you eventually do make it? Just like Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. I mean, I don't know because I'll I'll tell you right now, I only cover from Ocarina to Wind Waker in this section. That's only like five games i think right uh but i i think the big thing here is that ocarina there is a ton to talk about there like the shift to 3d is massive and i can tell you right now that 36 minutes of this 70 ish minute video is just ocarina of time jeez yeah (laughs) like it is a massive shift i don't think anything else outside of maybe breath of the wild will require that much to talk about I can see Breath of the Wild maybe getting there, but yeah, the rest of them probably not. Yeah, you can sort yeah. of keep the dev stories to a, a minor, a, to a lesser degree, but it's also like the, it's the launch point of Ayanuma, really, and you got to cover right. that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I know we're all looking forward to it, man. So keep up the amazing work. Uh, Disney Duncan is back again. Thank you very much with two dollars. Uh, Gleok versus Ghidorah, and I know I know what a Gleok is, but what's a Ghidorah? I. You mean is it? Do Look they mean the right Godzilla thing. Ghidorah? I believe King Ghidorah. Uh, yeah, the spelling is definitely not correct. I think it's. I think they mean King Ghidorah. Oh, and okay. I'm gonna it's have to go with Ghidorah game. because Link can take down a Gleok. Gleok is certainly tough, no doubt. But Ghidorah needs a you know needs Godzilla to take him down, and he'll. Mm-hmm still kind of beat the hell out of Godzilla. So I think Ghidorah has it. That's fair. Even though I've never seen Ghidorah in anything. I mean, Gleox are terrifying, but as you said, Link can, Link can take them down. Then they're not, once you know what to do, they're not the hardest fights out there. But just looking at it now, Ghidorah and what you said, it's probably going to be Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, a lot of people don't like the movie, but I enjoy um, Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That, that, that's, that features Ghidorah as the villain, and it, it's, a, it's a good time. Yeah, fair enough. All right. People don't like that one for some reason, but I, I, I had a fun time with it. I don't know. I know Whatever. I never saw it myself. I never. I, I saw Godzilla versus Kong, but I didn't mm. see. Uh, yeah, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, all right. One more super chat for now. Uh, two pounds from Alan Wilkinson. Thank you very much. If Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat One were to trade characters, what gets who? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, uh, I feel like. I feel like Bison. Well, actually, Street Fighter Six. Well, yeah, Bison. Yeah. So Bison's not in there. I would say maybe JP though would go to Mortal Kombat because I feel like he's the likeliest to probably actually kill somebody. I mean, there, there's that his that that victory screen where it looks like he's going to step on the face. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like maybe he's a pretty good lock for Mortal Kombat, but it's a lot harder the a- other way around. Akuma might also make it, but also true, honestly, Cammy. She has some pretty brutal moves, and you can just see them ramping that up true too yeah that's true as well but it's a lot harder the other way around what who would do for mortal Kombat would be in street fighter 
Uh, honestly, maybe 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 Katana or Liu Kang. You know Liu Kang. Liu Kang, because traditionally, not obviously not in this game, but in Mortal Kombat 1, he was the only character who didn't have a fatality. Mm -hmm. Like a proper fatality. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be Liu Kang. Good, good point. So, um, I'm going to let you uh, move on to the patron topics. Kai is starting to get a little fussy, so I will be right it. back. I'm going to bring him in here with me just to see how he's doing, okay? You be right got back. It. Cool. All right, now it's just us. It's the, it's the me show now. No. So, we are going to move on to our patron topics, and as a reminder, we do have a Patreon patreon.com slash gdgaming and if you support us at the producer tier for just ten dollars a month you can suggest topics for us to discuss just like the ones we're about to do right now and my topic this week comes from squire who asks is there a multiplayer game out there with a bit of imbalance or un or unpolished you would have liked to see fully balanced for instance how would you feel if smash brothers brawl got balance patches like ultimate or if carts were just as good as bikes in mario kart wii and yes to all of the above i i mean you already gave some great examples there um all the way up until ultimate as we know uh, i mean smash 64 was fairly well balanced but then melee was horrifically unbalanced brawl was too and then so was smash 4 once bayonetta was added so uh well first cloud and then bayonetta but yeah i think i would be more interested in going back to melee i think if it was better balanced if if the whole roster was viable instead of just like four or five characters same with Brawl. I had a great time with Brawl, but Meta Knight was so frustrating to, to deal with because he was so impossibly overpowered. And then, as we all know, Bayonetta literally broke Smash 4, broke the competitive scene, broke the balance of the game, and uh, to, in, to a point where it just wasn't fun to play anymore. And that's why I'm so, um, you know, just relieved that Ultimate is as balanced as it is. Uh, and, and that's especially impressive when you consider it has like 87 characters so i'm really thankful that the smash game with the most characters ended up being really the best balanced one um although alpha line good point balanced melee wouldn't be melee i know that's a fair point but i would like to at least try a version of melee keep the wave dashing in all that that's fine but i would i would like to at least try a version of melee where the whole roster is actually viable i think that would be really interesting personally um, but you're, I agree. Melee wouldn't be what it is today if it was yeah. properly balanced. Um, and then I also agree with your other, uh, your other example about, uh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart. I was just talking about Mario Kart Wii earlier today being one of my least favorite games in the series. And that's because they kind of threw out the carts and, and just, there was no reason to even use a cart in Mario Kart Wii. It was all about those bikes. So in general, um, I, I agree with your examples, and I agree with the overall sentiment that I would really, uh, I, I always prefer fair, proper balance in a competitive game like that. And uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely, I, I also think that another example that I would probably point to is Mario Party games, specifically one versus three minigames. Those are, I mean, mm -hmm. not that Mario Party is competitive like that, but the way some 1v3 minigames are so clearly balanced toward either the one-player or the three-player team is kind of frustrating sometimes. So I'd like to see maybe Nintendo do a better job at properly balancing 1v3 games for either side. But Derek, you're back, man. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm back. And uh, we, got, we got Kai along. Uh, hey, he he's getting so big. He he's very, growing getting, so fast. Getting very big. Uh, wow. Kid uh, got one of his plush puzzles out and took out all the pieces and put himself in the middle, which is why he got upset. Yes. He decided oh. he tried to wear it, so he's a little stuck. 
So gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, I, I don't. I think our I time is getting definitely running a little God. short. So I'm just gonna leave. I I, I heard your uh, answers for the multiplayer game, and uh-huh. honestly, I kind of agree with them. I can't think of anything else other than like it'd be kind of cool with like older games to have like DLC, like older fight fighting games have DLC, like you know, what we have now. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that'd be that'd be kind of fun, sad. especially because. Uh, Get DLC for the other Street Fighters rather than, you know, new Street Fighters. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, for example, E-Honda was notoriously OP in Street Fighter 2 Turbo because he had his moving 100 hand slaps. You could just ground someone in the corner and just eat away at their health and just pummel them. Uh, that was the only way I was able to beat one of our best fighting game uh, uh, community members, Vash. He, he would uh, absolutely wipe the floor with me in any other instance, but I was able to take one game off him in Street Fighter II Turbo because of that cheese, that Honda cheese. So, in general, yeah, I would really like to see older games get rebalanced like that, even if it isn't feasible in terms of why would developers bother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do maintain that I think a balanced version of Melee would be really fascinating to see and, and play. Yeah, have more characters than, what, three or four be viable? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, so do you need to go or, uh, he's being good right now. So I, we can try to answer uh, my question real quick. Um, just to, just to see, (laughs) he's definitely going to be around. You're going to be hearing Kai in the background. Uh, No worries. He he will answer his, the questions to the best of his ability. All right. Um, (laughs) you want to read it out for you? Uh, yeah, go ahead and read that out just so we can more easily get it out. All right. Well, thank you for my topic, Squire. And now, Derek, your topic came from Dat Alpha Lion, who asks uh, or says, "I saw a tweet from Emil last month expressing his frustration with developers remaking games with less content than the versions already available ten years ago, uh, with Resident Evil Four and Persona Three coming to mind." And I completely get it. Do you guys see any benefit to remaking the pure base game content with none of the extras right away? And how are you guys feeling about the prospect of this content being sold back to us again as DLC? Uh, P.S. This is my chance to plug Advance Wars here, since basically nothing was lost in the Switch remakes. LOL. So, yeah, this is an interesting topic, and one that I never would have really thought of. What are your thoughts on this, man? I I think this is interesting, because I I didn't really... It didn't really come to mind with Resident Evil 4, because when I played Resident Evil 4 initially, it did not have separate ways or anything like that. So I didn't really feel like I was missing it. And with Persona 3, it while it does suck not to have, like... The, the content people are hoping for as more so um katone than the answer because i'll be I'll, I'll be honest having played a little bit of the answer the answer sucks it is just a pure yeah. grind it works honestly pretty well as just dlc you know that, that i heard i've heard that before it, it yeah. just it does just sort of does the job people are really upset about katone um because mm-hmm. that is a, a just a more interesting uh, uh, aspect of it. Um, Kai, Kai, <laughs> come back here. Oh, <laughs> he's going on a journey. Come back he's going to find his... Yeah, you got to stay here with me. There you go. Um, going to find his own answer. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and as far, I'm trying to think of like other ones, but yeah, they come with less, but it also takes more you know it's like there's yeah. a lot to update with it and they're putting out for only so much uh, so much content advance wars kind of yeah. works because it's two gba games being up there's you know no worries about losing some of that content 
Yeah, I think you make a great point. That's kind of where I was landing on it was that, you know, development costs have soared with the rise of, te you know, better technology, better graphics, better everything, better performance. So, you know, with that comes rising development costs. So, you know, remaking RE4 plus separate ways isn't the same scope of project that remaking RE4 plus separate ways would be today in the remake style. So I get why that why some companies take that approach like Capcom did with RE4. And personally, and this is just kind of a personal thing, I have so much to play anyway that I don't mind not having more content right away. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Having the game and then like a few months later, oh, cool, DLC, I'm going to go back to it. Um, you know, it's even the same with something like, obviously this is different because it's a rhythm game, but like with Theater Rhythm, I'm glad they didn't release a game with 400 songs plus it, like 100 more. It took me how long to get through just what we had. <laughs> exactly. So... Yeah, I think it makes sense given the rise of, you know, development costs and, and such. And, uh, you know, so I get it from the developer, for developer perspective. And from the player perspective, I'm just, I'm spoiled for things to play already. So hold back some of that content. I'm fine with it personally. Although I can, I, I can see I, why I, Emil is, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, I, I can, I can see the point behind that, uh, that aspect. Like, let's say, I don't know, they, re, they remake Mega Man Legends and they forget some key aspect of it. Like it just wasn't as much there as what was original. I would feel bummed by that, but I'm honestly, I'm like trying yeah. to think of what would they take out that I like, how dare they take out? I'm not sure offhand, but I, I just feel like sometimes we're okay. Uh, <laughs> I do think a remake with a remake with less content than the original is a, causes a lot of consternation for me. That is kind of where I draw the line. If you're going to yeah. remake a game, don't yeah. take it, out. Have the core content there for like the extra stuff, like the separate ways, like the answer. That was, I mean, let's put it this way. Derek, he's, he's, he's going on an adventure again. Yeah, I see. Get back here, you. <laughs> Get back here, you. Get back here, you. He's so cute. <laughs> um, the, the big thing with the answer is the only way you could get the answer initially is to buy an entire other game. Right. Same with portable. Buy an yeah. entire other game. And yeah, you you'd want to have all that in one go this time around, but now you have ways to get just a little bit uh, in there. And as pointed people were pointing out, Resident Evil Three was less uh, fondly looked at because it did have less content. Right. Um. That, that one's a good example of taking out stuff from the base game and making it less. Um. But yeah, that's the, that's the thing with me is that you wanted to play the answer. You had to buy the entire thing. Yes, it had upgrades to the entire game as a whole, but you still had to buy an entire other $60 game. Maybe it was a $50 at that point. I can't remember in order to see that content. Same with portable. Right. Kai, right. come here. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think we pretty much, uh, you know, discussed this topic at length. Anything else you want to add? I think I pretty much got it. I, I understand the opinion, but it doesn't bother me in the here and now, unless there was something like really egregious I'm not thinking of. Same. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, thank you for that topic, Alpha Line. And we are going to do a quick bonus topic this week because it's just a quick, quick answer for both of us. Uh, Jack Sammons asks, what has been a non-AAA game that came out this year that you would recommend checking out? Ghost Trick. <laughs> nice. One Play done. Ghost Trick. Yep. Be right back. I got to go chase him. Oh, cool. And mine is, uh, Ghost Trick obviously is great. Mine is Hi-Fi Rush. Please, 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 please play Hi-Fi Rush if you have not yet. It is amazing, and it occupies that in-between AAA and indie space just perfectly, that AA space. Mm, it's a great game. So Ghost Trick, Hi-Fi Rush, play them both. Don't sleep on either. Uh, and that does 
uh, bring us to the end of our Patreon. Right here, everybody, let me ready. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Mm, 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 so cute. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a lot of energy for 9 p.m. Huh? I love he's that. So I got it. I got it. He's got a lot of energy for 9 p.m., man. Oh. Oh, we can't hear. I didn't realize you didn't have there, your. There's uh, some Kyle laughter for you. <laughs> there you go. He's got a lot of energy for 9 p.m. Oh my God! I don't. He had a 30 minute nap. That's it. God, he has a lot. I wish I had that kind of energy still. Jeez. Me, me too. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, like I said, that does bring us to the end of our patron topics. Thank you all so much. And as a reminder, uh, Patreon.com/slash/GVGaming. And if you support us at the producer tier for just ten dollars a month, you can suggest topics for us to discuss uh, in future episodes of the GVG Cast. Uh, all right, before we wrap up, we have one more Super Chat from Disney Duncan. Thank you so much, Duncan, for $5. Uh, what is your most anticipated MCU movie that isn't Avengers The King Dynasty or Avengers The Secret Wars? Um, theirs is Deadpool 3. And you kind of already said it. It's, it before, like, uh, two months ago, it would have been Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now it's pretty much Deadpool 3. Um, Loki Season 2, if that counts, that comes close. I am pretty excited for Captain America: Brave I'm, New World, but it's I, it's I'm, Deadpool. I'm kind of curious about the the Marvels. I think that could be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. think the Marvels looks like a lot of fun, and I'm definitely going to be there to see it as soon as I can. But Deadpool three just looks like it's gonna. Well, it's it has all the ingredients to hit perfectly. Like the fact that they're going to have obviously Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, but also Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and apparently other uh, Fox X Men version characters are going to appear i don't know i think it could be or sorry sony right not fox sony um i think that could be amazing and if they put it all together right it's going to be an amazing time at the movies so yeah uh that's our last patron topic for the day thank you all so much for being so incredibly you you are all the time we love you for it uh i think we need to go ahead and get out of here though because Derek definitely needs to take care of God. So, uh, thank you all so much uh, for this very unusual, uh, for being here for this very unusual episode of the GVG cast featuring special guest Kai. Uh, we will definitely see you next week, but for now, we uh, have to give a special shout out to all of our patrons at the producer here and above for helping to make everything we do happen, because without you, we couldn't do it. So, uh, oh, he's back. Perfect timing. One second. Perfect timing. You can go ahead and start the EP scroll, man. I'm okay, in the, cool. I'm in the outro. Yeah. I, I've got to so, put the producers up there. He re cool. really wanted to play uh, Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> oh, well, who wouldn't? It's a great game. I don't blame you. He's got good taste. <laughs> See, there he is. He's the Let's Player now. Oh, I love it. Power Wash Simulator is great. Uh, but as I was saying, uh, we have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make everything we do here happen. Thank you so much. And as always, we have to give an extra special shout out to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those amazing, fine, wonderful, stupendous folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Blake, Critter XD, Joy Content, Angel Martinez, Vedron, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Joseph Rutkin, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Wataniac, Top Tog 23100, 
Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Baderos, Brady Power, Darchi, Becca, Killamox, Don Davis, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goran Amber CPHT, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Ascaron 809, Ryaner, Rain and Clouds, The Game Org, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi Steve's Mom, Skull Kid Tiger, Dark Steel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Colin, Blazestar 25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Keel, Moon Knight, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Brainchild, The Entire State of Wisconsin, Jim Wakelin, Longboy Shiggy, Aramis Baramis, Dylan, Kyle the Monarch, Dat Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Blaze Collard, Eric, Cat Evie Person 5, Peyton Thiel, Mega Beatman True Blue Reviews, Jung Ant, Ryan Hanley, Somnia, The Game Jamie, and last but certainly not least, Danny Walsh. Wow, thank you all so much. And I do have one last minute, uh, actually two last minute super chats from, from both of you. Disney Duncan with $2. Kai made this the best GBG cast ever. Hell yeah, he did. Thank you for that, Duncan. And then Klaxon with $4.99. X-Men was Fox. Yes, thank you for the clarification. I was confusing myself between Fox and Sony, but yes, Fox. That's it. We're gonna, We're done. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank uh, you for being so very, understanding. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for your understanding and for being here with, this, uh, with us on this very special episode of the GBG cast. And we will see you all next week. Good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>